0: The headquarters of Ramsey Solutions broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, number 1 best-selling author of the book Paycheck to Purpose, host of the Ken Coleman Show where he talks about your career, your work, All the time, every day, is my co-host today. So you want to talk about those subjects, he's here for you. And uh, I'll try to stumble around and cover some of it, too. The phone number is 888-825-5225. The call and the advice is free, and some say it's worth exactly what you pay for it. Dana is with us in Pittsburgh. Hey, Dana, welcome to the Ramsey Show.
1: Hi, I'm so excited.
0: Well, we're excited. How can we help?
1: Well, I recently, first off, I watch you all the time. You, Rachel, Dr. John, George, love you guys. You've saved my life in many ways. Thank you so much. I truly respect all of you. Well, thank you. Um, absolutely. So I saw something the other day that said, poor people use debit cards. Rich people use credit cards. I don't have any credit cards. I don't have any debt. Mm-hmm. I have great investments. I have money saved up. I only have living expenses. I have a great job. Mm -hmm. I don't have any credit cards. Mm -hmm.
0: Should I? Well, I don't know who said that. I guess it sounds like you ought to stay off of TikTok.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You didn't see that at a Cracker Barrel, did you?
0: No, you didn't see it at Cracker Barrel. I promise you, 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 you didn't. Might have, you, yeah, you wouldn't have seen it there. Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't have seen it where actual rich people hang out or actual poor people hang out. Yeah, so I don't know. It sounded to me like they got that exactly backwards. My net worth is several hundred million, and I hadn't had a credit card in 30 years, so I don't know where they got that.
1: Okay, so but then don't I need a credit card to, like, rent a rental car? Uh, or use I it? I haven't had credit a credit
0: card. Car. I haven't had a credit card in 30 years. And, really? I tra- and I travel more than any two of you put together. So, um, okay. yeah, they, they take a debit card. I mean, you have to work some of the situations you have to work at. Not every, uh, uh, of the, uh, rent a car companies take them. No. And there are some situations where you have to do a workaround on it, but it's not th- this idea that you, you know, so here, here's the thing. People get credit cards for mainly one reason. So they can buy crap. They don't have the money to buy right and then they justify it going well i need to build my credit that's what they say because that's what rich people do rich people build their credit Bull crap all the rich people that we interview say they get out of debt and stay out of debt and that's how they got rich they don't pay payments all the time because see there's only one way to build your credit go in debt right right why so you can build your credit why? So I can go into debt. Why? So I can build my credit. Why? So I can go into debt. Why? So I can build my credit. It's a dog chasing its tail. It's called the Great FICO scam. So that well, that that's my. I, I haven't had a FICO credit. score in thirty years. Really? Yeah. Really. Mine's mine's that uh, they said I don't exist. I'm not here. I'm off the grid. Wow. Because I don't have any okay, well, credit. I, I don't have any. Thing. I have had no interaction with debt in well over 30 years of any kind. And so I have zero on my credit bureau report, so I have a zero credit score. They they say it's indeterminable. I call it zero.
2: Hmm. Right. Dana, what do you think you need credit for? What do you think you need a
0: credit score for right now?
1: If I want to buy a house one day. Mm.
0: Not true. you no. have to talk to George Campbell. He bought a house with a zero credit score. Yeah. And he got a mortgage, by the way. Yeah. Uh, he did it with manual underwriting, it's called, with Churchill Mortgage. And got the same okay. interest rate that people with an 800 score would have gotten. But you wow. know what George did, don't you? They turned around and paid the house off. And so at 32 right. years old, he and Whitney are millionaires. So, you know, that's that awesome. that's what they did. And, and it wasn't because he makes a bazillion dollars here, because I don't pay that good. <laughs> <laughs> actually i do but george was george got it paid off before he started making bank so yeah. there you go but anyway <laughs> and whitney whitney makes up oh you know, yeah two good incomes there that's it but anyway they uh, yeah so no dana the, it's a scam and whoever said that i mean listen you got to be careful where you take financial advice broke people walk around all the time with financial advice don't take financial advice from broke people i mean it's just, it's crazy. Don't, you know, your broke finance professor in college is telling you how you need to do stuff and he's got no money. A broke finance professor is like a shop teacher with missing fingers. Mm. I mean, come on. Yeah. There's issues here. So yeah. All right. Open phones folks at triple eight eight two five five two two five. You know, Ken, what's interesting is if you look around, you say, okay, the vast majority of the population is something I don't want to be. Yeah. Then don't do yeah. what they're doing. That's right. The vast majority of them look good and have no money. Mm -hmm. They have cars they can't afford, vacations that they're still paying for after they got home. Their net worth is horrible. They're counting on the government to provide for them when they get to retirement because they're not saving for retirement. Their children are a student loan looking for a place to happen because they're not saving for college. This is normal. In America. 78% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. That means 78% of Americans are not worthy yep. to give out financial advice because they're freaking broke. So when your broke friends have an opinion, just smile. Yeah. No, thank you. That'd be like me having an opinion on growing hair on my head. Yeah. Yeah. That'd right. be dumb. Yeah. I mean, if I if there's none up there. Well, you could be an expert on what not to do. Yeah, but I don't even know what caused it. Other than you them, did, you know, it's I can, DNA. I can claim it's yeah. DNA.
2: So here's what's going on, Dave. We live in I a world... I can claim it's going broke. That's I can right. claim
0: my hair right. fell out for a lot of reasons, but at the end of the day, I'm not good at growing it on the top of my head, so you should not take my right. hair on top of your head advice. So here's what I want people to hear.
2: Just because it's marketed so heavily and everybody else has bought it doesn't mean it's true. We have marketing messages that have been going on for decades. You pick a, an area of life where you see a commercial. It does take let's take the, uh, let's take the uh, prescription drugs. They are marketing these things are good for you, but the list of side effects are longer than the actual thing it's helping. And but they market it with these happy, ebullient people half in the commercial. of the
0: commercial is the disclaimer, you know, let's just know. Okay, and so yeah.
2: it's it's marketing. And so you know, it, we've got to understand that it's been marketed to you that you need a credit score. It has been marketed Debt over and over. It is and the and most over.
0: aggressively marketed product by time spent on the air, yeah. dollars spent on advertising of any product in history of humans. That's exactly right. MasterCard, Visa, and American Express's combined marketing budget is billions a year. Mm-hmm. It's way more than beer. Right. It's way more than, I don't know, cars put all the car companies together it's a tenth of what the credit card just the credit just the three credit card companies i'm not talking about people like Sovai, who also advertise to get you into debt or other people like this it's nothing like that i mean you, bank of america god help us you know i mean put all those budgets together to get you into debt oh my god it is the most marketed product in the history of the world and guess what it's also the most purchased That's why this show is so popular, because people are up with their eyeballs in debt and can't breathe.
2: Highest percentage, Dave, of all time of six-figure earners that are living paycheck to paycheck, and it's largely credit card debt. Man,
0: when I was a kid, if you made $100,000 a year, you were automatically rich. Yeah. Now you're just automatically in debt. This is The Ramsey Show.
2: Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is, your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money,
0: Ken Coleman, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Olivia is in Indianapolis. Hi, Olivia. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
4: Hi. Thank you for taking my call.
0: Sure. What's up?
4: So, uh, my husband is a software developer, and I'm a UX UI designer, and he works full-time. I, mom, (laughs) full-time, and we are building this application on the side for a client, but we want to, like, turn it into a SaaS application, like be able to take on more clients. And right now his most recent proposal is that uh, we, we just don't have time to like work on it, I guess um, we have three kids and a house and a dog and um, he's wanting to quit his full-time job um, and then get like a part-time job and then devote the rest of his business hours to this application. Um, and that kind of sounds terrifying to me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm a little scared, too. I, scares me a little. What, what does he make now?
4: Uh, he makes almost 100
0: Okay, and what's the uh, client paying you for the side gig?
4: Um, well, we've made around 16000 total, but it's not going to be – this is – if it's a closed application, like... I
0: understand. I understand. This is a one-time it, application versus surf- yeah. software as a service. I understand. So, yeah. I, SAS, you That'll said, correct? It. Yeah. So, you want to you mm-hmm. launch it out there to other people on a subscription basis and then constantly iterate it, constantly maintain it, and market it. Yeah. What does it do?
4: Uh, it's an order management
0: application. Okay. How are you going to market it?
4: Um, so, we plan on introducing it at a conference for, like, the particular industry that we're working for. Um, There's one every year. Uh, It's usually in, like, February or March.
0: Okay. All right. So go get $200,000 worth of orders at that conference and then quit.
4: What if we don't have a product that's good enough to convince anybody to... Oh, and he doesn't
0: quit. a coffee and put the kids to bed and work. You know when Financial Peace was written... (laughs) Financial Pieces sold 3.2 million copies. You know when it was written? Between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. Yeah. at night oh, when the kids were in bed and my yeah. wife was in bed. Yeah. Wah. Yeah. I mean, we've been doing that for two years
4: now. Well, yeah, let's
0: if you've us. been working on it for two years and you still don't have a product, a market-worthy product, you've got other issues. Shouldn't take two years to build yeah. something like this. Something's not adding up,
2: Olivia. So the answer back to the primary question is, no, he should not do this. this. This Something's not working. You guys aren't working enough. Something's not adding up here. He certainly is not leaving his full-time job making 100 k He's got to work extra hours, burn the midnight oil,
0: get up early. You guys got to figure this thing out. It's not ready. Let me, let me tell you, 100% of the projects that I have in my head work. not 100% of the projects that I have in my head when I put them out in the marketplace survive. As a matter of fact, only about 5% of them survive. 95% of my ideas suck. That's That's my ratio. And pretty much our ratio of failure around Ramsey, too, by the way. We try to not let them suck in ways that cause fatal failure. In other words, failure that takes us down because we bet the whole freaking farm on them. Walking out of a $100,000 a year job for something you wish would work, but you hadn't found time to work on and only made 15K on is not wisdom. Yeah. But, do, but do go do this, by the way. Go live the dream, but don't turn it into a nightmare. Yeah, I'm I mean, serious. Really go get the pro- pro- When's When's make, the conference to sell it, it? When's the conference to sell it?
4: February, end of February.
0: Good, you got all kinds of time. Yeah, sit down and I, say, "All right, we're, we're gonna, I mean, we're, gonna go all, we look, to we're gonna go all look, we're gonna go all in on the midnight oil. You're gonna go all in on mommyhood, and you're not gonna whine about your husband not doing something because he's working on the dadgum app. Okay, yeah. For nine months, y'all are gonna go all in, and you're gonna take it at the conference. And if it sucks and you can't sell it, all you lost was some sweat and some midnight oil." Yeah.
2: But you need to be yeah. testing this, though, Olivia. You guys both have the brain power to do this. So the reason it isn't working, you guys can probably identify. We don't need to spend any time on that. But this needs to be tested, 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 tested before February.
0: Yeah, it's, you got to get your yeah. bugs. You got to get your. You got to get built. You got to get the yeah. bugs out so that you can. But you need a marketplace prove it because right now the only place this is, is successful is in your mind.
4: True, fully, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that—that that, you don't quit partially. for that. You yeah, don't quit for really. that. You quit when you have okay. some proof. You need social proof, meaning money. Yeah. When people pay you money for something, that's when you know it works. Until then, it's a freaking theory. This is a business. It ain't a hobby. So.
2: And that's actually a very good point. I, if I had the husband on the phone, I would ask him, how bad do you want this? Because yeah. there's the idea of it versus the actual hard work of sweat Tears, blood, failure, getting back up, and and if you're not willing to do it now, I'm not sure you're willing to do it when you take a part-time job. That's my concern.
0: It's not gonna work. It's not. Do you know gonna, what I mean? Well, if you can't keep too, from it, no, no, no. It's a it's, good idea. It's worse than that. The thing is an abysmal failure and yeah. does not sell. Right. Because it was wrong. Right. And right. now he's just screwed. Right. No. That's why you don't take a part-time job because you just, you don't know. Listen, when you're taking a shower or you're doing your morning walk or you're sitting on the back with a cup of coffee, all your ideas are good. Mm-hmm. They're all good. And by the time you get to the office, a couple of them are bad, but not, but 98 of them are still good out of a hundred. But when you put them out in the marketplace, the marketplace is going to look at you and go, you suck. You're horrible. That's a dumb butt idea. I'm not giving you any money for that. Yeah. And I've had that happen to me in 30 years a whole bunch of times. I mean, the stuff you guys know us for are the 5% of the ideas that worked. The rest of the ideas are distant memory or you never heard of them, but they're psychological scars for me. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) It's so true. If you aren't willing
2: to lose sleep, to lose time with family, to just get an idea proven, you probably shouldn't go after it full
0: time. You got to prove it. You got to prove it because it all works in your head. It always works in your head. Good question. Good question. And Olivia, listen, I'm terrified. You need to say that to him yeah, very clearly. Right. There's a reason you're terrified. It's not because you're an irrational person. It's because you're the wiser of the two. That's why you're terrified. I'm terrified listening to the story, and I don't even live up there. Okay? I'm down here. So, uh, you know, it, it's terrifying what you're describing. So, hey, yeah. all right. Ruth is in New York City. Hi, Ruth. What's up?
5: Hi, Dave. Hi, Ken. Um, so, thank you for uh, hearing my question. Sure. Um, so, my husband and I, we just got married uh, a couple of months ago, uh, combined our finances and everything, and put um, our savings together for a uh, goal for our d- home down payment, and we have a total of uh, 108000 right now for a home. Um, our goal, our original goal was to save up to 230000 so we could put a larger down payment for a home and also have it, the closing costs off, obviously, and also like a little home emergency fund. Um, but I've been hearing in the news that like housing is going to increase by like 7% like the prices of the houses are going to increase by 7% in the next year or in the next 12 months. And a lot of the areas we want to um, purchase a home is like we're like almost priced out, and I'm just really nervous that we're going to be completely priced out by next year.
0: Never buy a house based on fear. Okay. Never. Are you debt-free?
5: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. And you have your Definitely. you have your real emergency fund. I don't know what your little house emergency fund thing is, but you have a real emergency fund of three to six months of expenses?
5: Oh yeah. We have a six month emergency fund. Good. How long, like, long have both you of been us married? Lost our job. We'll be done. How long um, you, since May, end of May.
0: Just the other day. Okay. Congratulations. Um oh, thank you. If, if you buy a home in the next year, you're not gonna get priced out. Okay. You're fine. You're fine. You're, you're, you're going to be okay. If, if 5% keeps you from buying a home, you weren't getting ready to buy a home anyway. If 50% gets you priced out, but 5% increases, 7% increases don't price you out of the home market. That's all very doable. Interest rates could move one point and it changes the formula right back to where you were. Down. They'd have to move down one point for that to happen. But I mean, yeah, yeah you're fine. You're fine. You got house fever because you're newlywed. Breathe. Be wise, buy the right house at the right time that you're both in agreement to. You got time, you got lots of time. You're gonna be okay. Sometime in the next year, I would buy a house if I were you. This is The Ramsey Show.
6: Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who wanna take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org budget. That's chministries.org budget.
0: Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Jeremy and Katie are with us. Hey, guys, how are you?
3: Hi, Hi. Dave. Hi, Ken. Welcome. Where do y'all live? Uh, Washington, Iowa.
0: Oh, fun. Welcome to Nashville. Good to Thank have you. you. Thanks Thank for you. having us. Very cool. And how much debt have you paid off?
3: $975,000. Whoa! Oh.
0: How long did this take? uh seven and a half years wow and your range of income during that time uh we started around 180
3: and we're around 260 or so now wow what do y'all do for a living uh, i'm an engineer and a hog farmer early in the morning
0: mm-hmm.
7: and i work for a hog company doing logistics for them
0: okay wow look at you guys Amazing, great income, and nine hundred and seventy-five over seven and a half years. I'm guessing you might have paid off the house. We did. Yep, we paid wow, off. <laughs> Look at it, <them>, weird people. <laughs> Love uh, it. Yeah, we paid off the house and the hog building. Love it. What's all that worth? Oh, together a million dollars. Okay. And, and then how much? How much have you got in your nest egg? Uh, two hundred, two
3: hundred
0: fifty thousand. So you're worth, you're worth over a million and a half dollars. Then. Yeah. Congratulations. How old Thank are you, you two?
7: I'm thirty-four. And I'm 32.
0: You're amazing. (laughs) Wow. That's unreal. And they just flashed a picture of the hog building up there. That's no No. little building. That's a monster. (laughs) No. How many square feet is that? Oh, I don't know. It holds five thousand little pigs. Uh huh. I bet it does. <laughs> that's a big building. Yeah. Wow. Congratulate. And that's what you do before you go to work. That's right. Yeah. Goodness gracious.
2: Yeah, I pictured in my head because one look at me, you know, I know nothing about pigs, but you know, I pictured this pen. This is a massive <laughs> building. How many people so, yeah. do you employ?
0: Uh, just myself. This, is this guy. What? <laughs> get a little help occasionally. He's an engineer. But... He's got it all automated. <laughs> I,
3: okay, now I'm really curious.
2: Little pigs curious. get
0: fed automatically. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And then they're not little anymore. And that's the whole idea. <laughs> uh, goes yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like it. All of what a sudden, a... I want bacon, day. <laughs> <laughs> we can got, hook you up. Got a
3: little
2: craving <laughs> there, you <laughs>
0: Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Congratulations. You guys are amazing. You work your butts off. We did, yeah. yeah. And you still yep. are. Yep. yep. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Very, very cool. Okay, so tell us a story. What happened seven and a half years ago? How long y'all been married? Ten uh, years. Ten years. Ten years. Okay, yeah. so, so a couple years into marriage, something changed. What happened?
7: Yep. So, um, back then Jeremy drove about an hour to work and I drove about 30 minutes and our friend Vince from college hooked us onto the podcast and said, I think you guys would like this during your drive. And, um, as we listened to the podcast, we thought, uh, let's, let's pay off the car. Let's see how that goes. And, um, as we went, we had a couple credit cards that we paid off each month, but we thought let's pay off the credit cards and cut them up. So we did that. And then, uh, we tested out doing the budget and then from there's history we just kept on going
0: uh, so you tried a couple things it didn't it didn't ruin your life no it
7: didn't <laughs> and
0: it kind of got better and so <laughs> you thought i think we can do this
7: yeah yeah yep.
0: uh, yeah you guys sound like an engineer just kind of <laughs> easing into stuff here yeah, yeah
3: don't want to don't want to break something in that way. <laughs> yeah, you, you baby step the baby steps. So you're ready, like, I just want to try well, this. Yeah. yeah. So
2: it once you finally paid off the credit cards, that's when you were like, okay, let's try the budget and the yeah. budget changed the game.
3: Yeah. And you guys got really process oriented. Yeah, the budget really, really changed uh, how we handle our money, of course, but how we talked with each other and how we communicated, worked together. Uh, yeah, really, really changed things for us.
7: We're both pretty conservative spenders, but we didn't really ever talk about anything. Um, so once we got four months into the budget or so, it was just clicking right along.
2: So what was the house debt versus the hog uh, building debt?
7: Yep. So we had
3: about 320 or so on the house, um, and then the hog building was like 620. Yeah. Wow. So, so were you just pouring profits back into the building? Uh, more or less, yeah. 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 But once we paid the house off, especially. So yeah. right
7: as we started this, we had um, just signed with our contractor to build our house. So oh, we didn't have it yet. <laughs> uh, so our hog building is about eight years old. And um, before that, Jeremy was waking up at about 2.30 in the morning to go chore because we lived about 20 minutes from there. And then he had to come back home and shower and go to his daytime job. My
2: goodness.
7: So yeah. we thought, we've got to build a house. We, we have to live closer to the hog building. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank God we found your plan when we did because... We uh really tightened down the budget on what we are going to build. We still built what we wanted, but we put a lot of sweat equity into it as mm-hmm. we built. Nice it. house. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Good for you guys. Yeah, that building looks I'm I'm trying to calculate fifty thousand feet probably.
3: Yeah, it's uh I'll call it two hundred and fifty by seventy. Yeah.
0: yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> what kind of
2: profits
3: is that spitting off the hog business <laughs> oh it does all right Ah, oh, there we go Nice. <laughs> okay.
0: no right. reason to get in competition no no reason to draw people in yeah. it's too hard to work you're not going to have any competition yeah. <laughs> he not. has worked himself yeah. into yes. a fabulous situation this dude i got i want
2: to honor you for working Amen. hard Two thirty in the morning can i just tell you yeah that's some daggum grit yeah, yeah. good for you dude
7: yeah so yeah. when we built the hog building so um, we're contract caregivers. So we own the barn and we get paid for our labor. Um, and then another company owns the pigs. Ah. So when we built the barn, we thought we had no risk. We thought we'll do this all day long. And then as we started listening to the show more and more, we realized there is risk involved there. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the company we grow for something could happen. Something could happen to the hog industry and we won't be needed anymore. Mm-hmm. And that was a significant part of our income
0: yeah so. mm. Oh and you knew that you had to pay a dad gun payment on six hundred thousand bucks. No little piggies, we got a problem.
7: <laughs> right,
0: yeah. Right. yeah, serious. Oh my gosh. Way to go, guys. Way Thank you. to Thank go. You. How does it feel to have all of that done at thirty four years old and be free? It feels, it feels pretty feels good. Great. Yeah, you got you got some wiggle room now. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah
3: right? we we had life happen along the way. You see our, our three kids here and mm-hmm. then uh we lost a six-month-old son oh no oh, about a year a little over a year ago I'm sorry so it you know besides the hard work it, it's been a been a ride but yeah. you know without without you helping us put us in the position we are it would have been much, much harder
0: yeah I can't imagine anything harder than that <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh I'm so sorry wow what victories and sadness all wrapped in together
7: a lot happens yep. in seven years it
0: does yeah. it surely does that's a lot of ground to cover well done a lot of wisdom in that now when you look back, did you realize it was good was it easier than you thought it was going to be when you get to the end or was it harder than you thought it was going to be when you got to the end
7: um, between the two of us it was easy we knew what our plan was but this is weird I mean when it? you're standing looking yeah. at
0: it at first it's like nine hundred thousand bucks right yeah okay was so when you got to the end and you went, oh my gosh you I, I got this it's easy but it was harder or that's going to be really hard and it was easier which was it
7: um at points you know when we became the nerds and we did the math we knew it was going to be easy but then when real life happens and Mm. farm ground comes up for sale around us that we really want to buy but we can't yet (laughs) we're we're not there Mm -hmm. um so those were the hard things so the the numbers are both numbers people so that was easy the emotional side was the hard thing Mm. yeah
0: good for you good for you what do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is
3: I would say, you know, you got to work together. If you're not working together, it's not going to work. And then working together, but also working hard um, and being disciplined, being willing to say no, even though you don't want to, um, you know, it's all nothing fancy, but um, and it works.
0: Yeah. Wow. Wow. Way to go. All right. Bring the kiddos up here. What are their names and ages?
7: We have Caroline. She's mm-hmm. eight years old.
0: Mm-hmm.
7: We have Will, he's six, Mm -hmm. and we have Theo, that's three. Mm
0: -hmm. And what's the name of the one that's in heaven? Lucas, Lucas Lucas is in heaven. All right, perfect, guys. Hey, we've got the live and give bundle for you. That's the uh, Baby Steps Millionaires book, and the Total Money Makeover book, and the Financial Peace University membership. Any of that you don't have, you use it. If you do have it, give it to somebody. It's live and give to say thank you for coming down. You guys are an amazing power couple. Thank you. And these kids have no idea about their mom and dad and how special they are, but they will someday when they look back and they go. Old oh, man, paid off the hog barn by working two thirty in the morning. You know they'll talk about you when they're grandparents. I like it. Well done, you guys. Very, very well done. All right, Jeremy and Katie and team from Washington, Iowa. Nine hundred seventy-five thousand paid off. Baby steps, millionaires in seven and a half years, making one eighty to two sixty. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream.
7: Three,
3: two, one. We're, We're
7: debt-free. debt-free.
0: Yeah. Woo! Wow, Wow. what a story, amazing. This is The Ramsey Show. Thank you for joining us America, we're glad you're here. Ken Coleman, Ramsey Personality is my co-host today. Open phones, 888-825-5225. Carolyn is with us in uh, Virginia. Hey Carolyn how are you?
8: I'm doing great thanks for taking my call. Sure what's up? My question is about paying off my mortgage early. Hmm. I just retired this month and I want to know if I need to consider the tax implications of paying off my mortgage since the money would have to come out of my 403b. How old are you? 61.
0: Congratulations. How much is your mortgage?
8: A hundred and forty five thousand.
0: And how much do you have in your 403B?
8: Once they put in the partial lump sum, it'll be a little over a million.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. You're so you're a millionaire. Look at you. Way to go. Yay. What's your, what's your house worth?
8: About 550.
0: Way to go. Are you single?
8: No, I'm married.
0: Okay. Well, so that's your household situation or your personal situation? Um, not your
8: my personal situation, my husband has a 403B that's about uh, $200,000,
0: mm-hmm.
8: and um, he has Social Security, and I have a pension that will
5: um, help us live.
0: Okay. all right. Yes, you'll pay income tax on the 140000 that you pull out, so uh, mm-hmm. calculate that in and pay off your house today.
5: Really?
0: Absolutely.
8: <laughs> <laughs> I just worried about how much I think it's gonna put me in the next tax bracket. That doesn't matter. De
0: dup dee for one year zippy okay. it's not it's not much money. so the the deal is this, okay it doesn't the way we can tell to do this is if we're wrong, it doesn't matter. You're still in great shape. okay. If you told me you had two hundred and fifty thousand to your name, that was your whole nest egg for your whole family, mm-hmm. and I was going to clean out—I don't know—two hundred of the two hundred fifty to pay this house off. I would have pause on that because I don't want to get you down to no money. But you
8: okay, got, you've it doesn't matter that my such, mortgage is okay.
0: Done such a good job.
8: Thank you. It doesn't matter the, that the mortgage is only at 2% or anything. doesn't nope, matter.
0: Nope, doesn't matter. Okay. Because you want to be free. That's why you worked this hard.
8: I really do. I really do.
0: If the mortgage yeah. being at 2% mattered, you would have borrowed another six, another 400000 back when it was at 2%, but you didn't go further into debt because it was so wise to have a 2% mortgage. Right. The right? same right. applies. Just because it's smaller doesn't mean, no, no. We're not keeping it. It's not a pet. It's kind okay. of, a, it's not as ugly as other pets, but we're going to keep it. Now, no, 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 no. It's still ugly. Okay. Yeah. We'll still All right. It. Yeah. Because think about what you're going I mean, if you, if it was paid off and you had, instead of a million, you had, uh, I don't know, what do you have? 800,000 in there. Okay. Mm-hmm.
8: mm-hmm.
0: And you wouldn't go borrow money to put it in investments.
8: No. Mm-mm.
0: Yeah. Same thing. Even if you could borrow, All it, at right. two, even if you could borrow it at 2%, so you're yeah. free, you're free, you're free. You did so good. You're, Thank you. Did you all, hey, how much of your? Well, I know it's in four hundred three b. So you didn't inherit this money. No, I didn't inherit any money. Uh, no, this is all just what you do for a living. Did you return?
8: I was an educator in a public school. I was a principal of a elementary school.
0: There it is. Yep, there it is. Hey, well done. Love it. Congratulations. I'm so proud of you. Okay. By the way, number one career field for uh, millionaires in the millionaire largest millionaire study ever done done by Ramsey. Engineers, mm-hmm. hog farm guy, yep. okay? Me, engineer. Yep. Uh, number three, teachers, yep. Carolyn. Okay, yep. I mean, come on. And Teachers can't be millionaires. Well, you, you just probably ought to call Carolyn up and tell her that then. Oh, my gosh. Apparently, you can be. Apparently, somebody did it. So there you go. Teachers, number three. Number two, accountants, number four. Business executives, number five. Lawyers, doctors, MDs didn't even make the top five they're notoriously stupid with money it's like a stereotype they're like music people or something they're, i'll tell you what the truth is the truth is docs are like music people the music people in nashville that i know there's one of two types dumber than a rock with money or genius they, they don't really there's no middle ground and i find the same thing with md's the md's are really smart with money or they're just arrogant and stupid mm. it's just nuts And they I'm a broke doctor. Yeah, you are. You worked your whole stinking life to be a doctor, and then you're broke. Yeah, because you get off and they apply their, oh, well, anyway. Yeah, way to go! Yeah, this flies in the face of the notion that the American
2: dream is dead, that you can't get ahead. This is just a woman and her husband who they just lived on less than they made. They lived like no one else, and now she's going to live and give like no one else. And it's just, I love these stories because you don't see this in the news. You don't see this data point. $600,000
0: $600,000 paid for house now. Right. Uh, 800000 in her now, 403B. He's got two hundred fifty, so they got a million dollars in cash. That's right. And a $600,000 paid for house that we know of, their net worth is 1.6. That's right. That we know of, 61 years old. Um, and doing just fine. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Doing just good. It's better than not. Millions of dollars is not enough. Yeah, but it's more than you got. So maybe you ought to go get it and then talk about whether it's enough or not. Everybody, everybody's got a dead gum opinion about something they've never done. Right? You never ridden a bicycle. You should not criticize bicycles. I mean, come on. This is do do something that, and then talk about it. Uh, you just said something beautiful. Go get it is what you said. People want it given to them. They
2: want the higher salary. They want all the stuff given to them, but they can't manage it when they do get it given to them. These are people. These everyday millionaires, uh, uh, baby steps millionaires. They
0: are the people that go get it. They get it. But she didn't. It wasn't like some big. No. It was like steady. The tortoise, yes. not the hair. Tortoise, yes. not the hair. Jamie is in Washington State. Hi, Jamie. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
6: Hi, Ken and Dave. Um, my question is, is my husband and I are expecting to receive over a million dollars in a buyout situation, and we're not sure what should. We should do if we should take it in one
5: party.
6: <laughs> I wish, but I'm not that type.
0: <laughs> I'm kidding. I just couldn't resist. I was like, I'm not sure what you could do. I think I'll find something. Okay. Wow. What happened? Was he hurt or something? What happened?
6: Um. No, we were, my husband was involved. He had a partnership in a business and they decided to buy him out.
0: Oh, cool. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> So you got a million bucks, and you're trying to decide what to do with that.
6: Correct, and we owe a three hundred and ninety on our mortgage, and that's our only debt. Okay. And our nest egg is two hundred and twenty five. Around that.
0: Okay. Well, then we got six hundred left because we just paid off the house.
6: Okay. Now what are we going to do? How old really, is he? Um, he's forty one.
0: Awesome. What's he going to do now?
6: We don't. We don't know. The I, we kind of feel like the options are open um yeah like infinite,
0: infinite yeah i got 600k to play with yeah let's go do something
6: we're not interested in maybe staying in washington so but interest rates we're concerned to move <laughs>
0: yeah yeah well you don't have an interest rate if you have a paid for house my interest rate's zero because i don't have one correct and yours is too now so what's your house worth? so where are you moving
6: um, we would like to go back to Idaho where we're from.
0: Well, you can buy a house for cash in Idaho. They'll mm-hmm. let you do that. Okay. Sell the house um, you got. Sell the house you got. Put some cash with it. And buy you a house for cash in Idaho. Now, what's he, he you don't know what he's going to do for a living yet?
6: Yeah, no, not yet. Okay. All right. What, should we take it in one lump sum or
0: yeah, sure. should we be concerned
6: about taxes?
0: Yeah, they don't want him around. I'd get, I'd, I'd get my money away from them. Okay. They might they might screw this thing up and not be able to pay him later. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
6: okay.
0: Whoa! I just hit a nerve.
5: <laughs> yeah.
0: Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get your money now. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna have a little tax on okay. it, but oh well. Such happens when somebody gives you a million dollars, but not gives you, but you earned a million dollars. And yeah. yeah, pay your ha- pay cash for the house is step one. Step two is develop a game plan because he does need something to go to not just from yeah this is not his defining moment it's his first it's the first act what's he gonna do in the second act and the third act and the encore when he comes back out on stage and the applause continues i'd like
2: to give him a gift dave i'd love to give him the get clear assessment along with from paycheck to purpose as he figures out the path forward this is a great time for him to go what do i do best what do i love to do what results do I want to put in the world? He now has the freedom to do that. Yes, yeah,
0: like whiteboard. Like whiteboard. You can do anything you want to do. And you got the money to go do it. Yeah. This is very cool. It's a great time, Jamie. I know it's sad for y'all in a lot of ways, but you really ought to just be smiling. This is the Ramsey Show.